I was very close to one being put on there. And then last minute, I, I'd got my head, it took me a long time and I got my head around putting one on there. Um, and then I pulled out, just when I can't do this, I can't live there. I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to live there. It's too sad for me to go back there. Um, and then I did it again. I, I went, okay, I'm going to do this. I, you know, I need to have an option. And then I, I went, no, I can't do it. It's hard enough to go and weed the garden. <laughs> so what happened straight after the fires, like yep. literally on the 1st of January, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> pretty much, yep. is um, I living on adrenaline, like I was mm-hmm. up in Eden and I, I rang a friend of mine who a very long time ago started to design my very first house and then left, she left um, Malakuta and couldn't complete the job. And um, so I called her and said, all right, I'm not sure if you're interested. I need a new house designed. And so we started working together in January of 2020. At that time, I was hell-bent on rebuilding on Terranova. There was no other option for me. That's what I was going to do. I was... I was just going to move forward. I was going to get it all done and be in it by Christmas. And um, that's not how it works. <laughs> I was warned by my psychologist that um, just be aware that, that the things that you're organising right now may not be how they end up. And I thought, this guy's crazy. He's got no idea what he's talking about. I know that I'm going to get all this done. I am very strong and independent woman that can do all this. And so I worked really, really hard with um, my friend to redesign this house. And we did. And I got to change all the things that didn't quite work in the first house. And I had a builder organised. Um, and this was all by about March, I think, March of that first year. And I had a builder ready. I everything was ready to go. I needed to get my put my plans into the Shire, but I wanted to make sure that everything was sorted before I did that. And then the bell ratings started to change in uh, Terranova Drive dramatically. Um, and I was told that I would be having to move, my house would have to be moved from the rear boundary by, I think I, I think it was 10 metres, 7 or 10 metres forward, which meant that my house would almost be on very close to the road. Um, and that's, that's not what I wanted. It's not what I wanted. It wouldn't have, it wasn't what I had before. And... I went, you know what, Uh, and I knew I had to build, at that point it was Bell 40, and I thought, you know what, I don't know about this, and my friend that was going to build it, they said, you know what, get the hell out of that area. Their advice was, don't build. Why do you think that was their advice? Uh, because she's all, she had also just gone through a lot of this stuff in Wye River. So, and those fires were a few years prior. And she said, it's about to be a shitstorm. And I guess she had that inside information. And my neighbour fought it. He put his plans in 
and he actually fought the good fight for most for most of the people in Terranova, really. And he really argued it with um, the Shire. Uh, he argued it and argued it about the bell ratings, um, and they've ended up they've ended up extending the fire break, which was at the back of my house um, on Terranova, and they've extended that into the bush a little and cleared it. So therefore now. You could build it a Bell 29, um, but it's a bit too late for me. Well, it's not too late. I guess my headspace is different. I just took it as a sign. I took it as a sign that I'm, I wasn't, that was maybe wasn't right to rebuild there because I think that I'd spend every summer <laughs> in fear. I think I'd spend oh, okay. every summer in fear that every every time there was a fire somewhere that I would think that I was about to lose my house again. And I think we've been pretty lucky since the fires we've had, you know, three years now of rain and not hot summers. But those fires will return and they come, they'll come back. And um, I, I, I know I can't do this again. I probably won't even be able to insure. If I'd built there, I don't know if I'd even be able to insure that house in that area. That's an assumption. When I sort of got that news and I'd worked really hard to get to where I'd got, I looked on the real estate website and went, yeah, right, there's that block of land. I know that block of land. I looked at it before I bought the one where I built. And I stood on the block of land and I thought, I've been here before. I know this area. I've, I wanted to buy this block, you know, 20 years ago nearly. And it was on the market for a decent price. And I thought, I've got my insurance money sitting there. I'm going to buy that block of land. And I bought it in three days. <laughs> it hasn't got bush behind it. But it's on a slope. And I didn't realise how hard it is to build on a slope. <laughs> anyway, that's beside the point. So I spent the next year redesigning a house that would suit that block and it was really painful it was seriously a really hard process and it took nearly a year it's about moving on too it's you know I realized a few things one of the things was um, that I couldn't speak about Terranova without crying still can't <laughs> and so I was really scared that I was going to build a house and just be living be living in a house that was just a shadow like, similar to if you lose a child and you have another child it's it would be a hard thing to not still think about yeah I always likened it to that um and so redesigning there was really hard work yeah. and it was about moving and letting go and I um I kind of got to a point where I was happy and then we I gave it to the builder who was it was it was it COVID had hit by this stage and so things were changing pretty rapidly I'd also had a had been in hospital with a brain bleed with a stroke little mini stroke and so there was a few hold-ups and then by November December I got I had the plans and gave them to the builder waiting for a quote wondered why the quote wasn't coming in and was trying to beat the clock because I was wanting to get that 25000 that the government was offering for new builds. And then by 
I think it was January or February, it must have been February, I got a quote of 830000 to rebuild, to build on that block with the house that I'd spent most of the year de- designing with my friend and my response to that was, it was like, I can't do that. I can't do that. What were you expecting? Um, I guess having, I was sort of thinking four or five hundred thousand. I had a three bedroom house that had cost me two hundred thousand, let's say, to build last time. Uh, I understand it was 16 years prior, so let's double it. And I kind of thought, add a bit more because we're on a slope. I kind of thought five hundred, but when it came in at um, eight hundred and thirty, there's no way. There's no way a my insurance would go near covering that. Uh, there was no way that I could build that. So I, I had to pull the pin on all of it, and I went back to the original draftsman that designed my first house, and started redesigning another house. <laughs> End of 2021, um, I got the drawings and they have been with two builders now for over 16 weeks. And it's not for a quote, they can't quote, they're, they're really a guesstimate. Well, they can't really quote because every month the prices keep oh, going I up. See. Yeah. So whatever they quote, no builders are really quoting at the moment because they'd end up going backwards. So it's a waiting game and I'm really sick of it. I think I've been running and running and running trying to get all this done as well as teaching full time, recovering from illness, (laughs) grief and I think I'm pretty close to the end. (laughs) Send an 